Hi, I'm Bran. <laughs> and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda. <laughs> and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Dan. <laughs> and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Justin, and I'm back like an oversized turtleneck sweater. I'm feeling a little suffocated by Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, and this, this is, is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The people have spoken. They and have. We have given the people what they want. It is the it is the last official episode of the season, mm. and we said, "What better way to close it out than with Justin Kirkland?" They were Justin. clamoring for I, if Justin. If we had yeah. not had Justin Kirkland back on, people it would have been riding in yes. the streets. No, for sure, absolutely. Justin, welcome back, man. Thank you so much. Please keep complimenting me. I don't get this in my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Actually, we're going to spend the first 10 minutes just affirming Justin. Right, Justin. Yeah, just, <laughs> just taking turns. We're going to go through we the alphabet. You, we're going to go right. through the alphabet and say something for each letter. <laughs> a. A. That's right. Uh, awesome. We're not doing that. It's not a real thing. We're doing this. I don't know. Now I just try to come up with You said B biscuits. I don't, I don't know, know what man. you're thinking. B, baller. You're a baller. That's right. I make... I make better biscuits, honestly. Just okay. let me have that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can cut it at B. I knew that. <laughs> um, we are so excited to to be done. Uh, <laughs> yes, we away. are. Um, but if you are... The only reason those... we're not celebrating more is because we're recording these out of order. I Because yes. the last one's going to be quite a celebration. Yes, it is. We're going we to go crack. <laughs> All right. As the kids We're going to have to cut that right yeah. out. Why? Just cut it I right out. I thought it was good. Yeah. No, it it's wasn't. Your boy, no? It's your boy, Brand. It's your boy, Brand. <laughs> right. um, but if you are like, what are you guys going to do? What are you going to do? We're going to be around, guys. Don't you worry. We're going to take January off, but we'll be around. But if you want something for January, one thing you could do is you go to patreon.com slash Deck the Hallmark. Hallmark. You can become a patron. You're going to become a, a part of the Deck the Hallmark community. community. You're going to be a part of a group that will get to decide uh, kind of what we talk about in these bonus episodes you You'll get at least one bonus episode every single month. We'll talk about whatever you want us to. I'm looking um, forward to the bonus episodes because it means there's a chance that we talk about something other than Hallmark. And you want to know, yep. we actually have a goal right now, $1,000. If we get $1,000 a month from you wonderful donors, yeah. Patreons. Patri- Patreons. Uh, patrons, <laughs> uh, Panda is going to post a video of him singing <laughs> We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Which is actually even more impressive because I'm not sure I've heard the song. I don't know that song at all. I don't posted know that and I was like, of all the things we to promise. Together, right about a, hate about a, I, yeah. I don't, still never heard it. <laughs> You're going to do great. I'll do, I'm going to kill You're it. Gonna huh? learn, he's going to have to learn it. So uh, if you want that to happen, go to patreon.com. If there's a goal you would want instead of that, just let us know. Yeah, us I know. mean, I could eat a block of cheese. You, you would do like that, that for $5. Yeah. I would do that for and free. And not a month, just one, a one-time <laughs> gift A one-time of $5. donation of $5 and be delicious. I will mm. say this. So we've done a lot of fun things during this first season, lots of cool things. The best thing has been hanging out with the people that like the show, that talking, is 100% and getting accurate. the emails. And so to be able to do this Patreon thing is very, very fun. Yeah. We look forward to talking with you For guys. sure. Um, and before we dive into this episode, the very last episode, it is our last time to talk about the American Leprosy Mission. They've been a wonderful partner of ours. We've had such a joy uh, hearing from you guys talk about how you didn't know that it was a thing and that you've given. So thank you so much for giving. But if you want to uh, to give, this is your this is your last chance uh, to say, hey, Deck the Hallmark sent me. 
every other time, you're going to have to do it on your own, kids. Uh, so, Dan, tell people about how they can uh, contribute. Um, you can go to deckthehomework.com slash miracle. Deckthehomework.com slash miracle. That is where, even in January and February, you know what? If you're behind on the movies and you don't listen to the podcast until you've watched the movies, maybe it's March. Maybe it's St. Patrick's Day right now. Luck of the Irish. And you have just finished watching A Midnight Kiss, the last of the Christmas countdown, and you're listening to this podcast. If that's you, you can still go to deckthehomework.com slash miracle, sure and you can give to the American Leprosy Mission. It has been so cool, like Brandon said, to hang out with people who love the podcast and who listen to us. And we're looking forward. Really, that's the reason we're continuing to do this. It's not because of how much I love the movies. It's because we get to hang out with you guys and hear from you guys. And so one of the cool parts of this job that's not been that has been uh, finding a nonprofit like the American Leprosy Missions. Uh, You can cure a child of leprosy for $30, and you can cure a child of leprosy and care for them for life for $30 a month for a year. That's all it takes. And so if you could do us a favor and go to deckthehomework.com slash miracle and give and give generously, uh, that would just mean so much to us. And thank you in advance for doing so. And thank you for doing it all season, in all honesty. From the get-go, when we announced this, people got on board and they said, you guys are trying to do something good. We're going to do it along with you. So thanks so much. It's time for a midnight kiss. It originally, originally aired on December 29th. I believe uh, the mozzarella sticks are about to come out. They're about to beat. You want me to get them? I want you to Is get them because I'm going to read the synopsis. Okay. So you're going to have to press the timer. I got you. You're going to have to get th- them out. I've, run, I've worked an oven before. A midnight hey, kiss. Don't, don't barehand it, though. Okay. You'll don't barehand it. A midnight kiss originally aired December 29th, 2018, and originally went something like this. Mia's family plans parties. From decorations to the food, her family does it. But her parents are retiring, so her and her brother Jake are going to be running the business by themselves. This year is going to be the first time in a long time they don't have any parties on on New Year's Eve, but Mia doesn't really have any plans. What Mia does want to do is edit her videos. That's her real passion, film. So Mia goes to her brother's house, uh, but they're not there yet, and so she just goes in uh, to wait for him. But there's also a Carlos Pena Vega waiting for her. That's Jake's friend. Uh, She almost nails him with a golf cart. David, that's his name. Um, He is uh, a documentary filmmaker. So Jake and Mia get a call from this famous fashion designer who needs a last-minute party planning team for New Year's Eve, and she's willing to pay double. So they're like, okay, we're in. Christmas Day comes, and Mia and David are in the evening out by the fire talking about their dreams, their past loves, and filmmaking. Uh, Mia clearly wishes that she could be a filmmaker, but she feels obligated to stick with family party planning stuff. Uh, Jake then uh, falls off the roof trying to put up some lights that fell down, and so he broke his leg, and so he's going to be out of commission, uh, which is important. Like He's the other guy that does all the things, and so Dave decides that he's going to pitch in and help uh, with the party planning. But Dave doesn't just pitch in. He offers his opinion on the tablecloths and on the food and on the flowers and of the bands. He's really diving in and Mia loves it. Uh, Mia, though, she catches Dave kind of being touchy-feely with Kate, the rich fashion designer lady, and she's like, I gotta go. I can't handle this. Uh, Dave finds out that he gets a grant for this documentary and he's gonna have to leave for China. Um, And he thought that he would be really excited, but now he's kind of bummed because that means leaving me 
Mia, and no one wants that. New Year's Eve is here, and everything's looking good to go, except the firework guy's a dummy. So Mia, who uh, apparently knows the mayor, goes to see if he can give the permit, and he's like, nah, but then Dave is like, smooth talking, he's like, I've been across the country too, you and me are the same. And he's like, okay, here's the permit. Uh, back at Kate's house, Mia has some uh, food spilled on her, but Kate helps her out and gives her a speech about confidence, and also uh, tells her to take a chance on Dave. An hour before the party, the power goes off, but Mia's a smart cookie and gets it back on, but they're running low on food and on staff. So the van pulls up, the family catering van pulls up, and Mom, Dad, Jake, and other family people we don't care about are all there to pitch in and have have some family fun. Mia then lets her brother know that this is going to be her last party. She's going to follow her heart. She's going to go documentary and film and stuff. Uh, (laughs) Dave then tells Mia uh, all that he thinks about her. Like, I'm really into you. And you know what? If you want me to stay and not go to China, I'm going to stay and not go to China. But if you want to go to China with me, you can come and make a film with me and she's like I'm in let's go to China midnight strikes they kiss as the fireworks go off and that my friend was a midnight kiss mm. a midnight kiss Ooh. man Oof. you caught man. me off guard why with the, how quick it ended I was looking over my notes oh, really? and I was we I'm were sorry. supposed to that's, say it all together and that's on me uh, let's try it again one two and now, three my friend, a, mid- a midnight Night kiss. kiss wasn't great either and that, my friends, was, <laughs> was a midnight kiss. kiss. It all kiss. will be edited in post. Don't worry. <laughs> it won't. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's time for, uh, we have four segments on this show. The first one is Hot Take. It's part of the show where we talk about uh, how we thought, thought about what we thought about this movie. And I always thought my good friend Panda, Panda Hot. Hey. What's up, buddy? You know, happy season one closing. Oh, mm. you know what? I get the feels from that. Oh, good. But that said, I'm excited about the winter movies coming out for Hallmark. Yeah, we're not we're, we're not doing no. But any I'm of those. excited about them anyway. Let me have this. Do it. Winter fest it up. I just won't be there. Here's the deal. This movie. Here's where I'm at with this. Okay. If you want to watch two people that don't have a lot of chemistry, yes. fight for about an hour and a half <laughs> over a party you don't care about. This is the movie for you. Wow. Uh, should be on the DVD box. It should be. Uh, <laughs> there's this, this movie, I, I, but even in spite of that, I actually still like this film. Uh, it, was, it was because it's so over the top. On the part of David uh, Carlos, yeah. like he he is working his bang, butt bang, off bang, to bang. make this work. Yeah. Like now, he is working so hard. I also think it worked for you because it, it is a perfect transition from Christmas to Winterfest. It does. Yeah. It is, and that's why you like. And I did like that. You're yeah. absolutely right. Also, can I just say this in terms of location, the mansion's location. In, in wherever British in Canada, it's in Vancouver, okay, I think yeah, British Columbia. Is. It is gorgeous. That's probably one of the coolest scenes. It's it's stunning. Like it is really cool. So stunning, big <laughs> stunning, stunning. Yeah, stunning. Uh, big fan. <laughs> and so I like that overall. Like the film. Okay, Justin, tickle our our ears with what you thought. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I have I have a lot a lot of feelings. I was really rooting for this because I was a huge Carlos Pinavega fan when he was on Dancing with the Stars. He got fourth place. It was great. Um, <laughs> Is fourth place you, good? I don't know. Should he have won? Oh, oh. I, uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> on your own time, YouTube, he did a rumba to Pony by Genuine. It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> anyway, I'm actually wow. going to pause the episode. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Uh, nope. 
No? No. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but I just I think it I think it lost me. Uh, this was my first post Christmas Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. um, and w- we'll get to this in a little bit. But there were just a lot of crazy plot holes mm. um, that it just kept like catching me. And I'm not one to let a plot hole ruin a Hallmark Christmas no. movie. No, um, as you shouldn't. You. As you, when you show up for it, you agree to the right, that, you know, you're going to let some of this go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it just didn't get me. And I also, um, was forced for a little while to watch Once Upon a Time. Uh-huh. Um, right. and I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but, um, Mia was yeah. on the last failed yes. season of Once Upon a Time. I just had a lot of bitterness in my heart. That's that's on me. She it's was also on the TV show Rain, which oh. is actually on the on the CW. I, that's not a bad show. Okay, if you say so. I've no. never I've never seen her or looked her up. I can guarantee you right now. Correct me. I guarantee you, she's not American. Oh, she's not Australian. She's Australian because her she's Australian. She, her American accent was like. It was everything she had to put it together. And like I could tell, I was like, this is British or something that she's trying to create an American accent. I'm glad she's I was doing, right there. She's doing great. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I love the Peña Vegas. I try not to, but there's nothing that I can do about it. I believe I texted the boys and I said, "I is it bad that I want to hang out with the Peña Vegas? I do think I'd get along with them. Do you remember what Dan's response was, Brian? He said, yes, it is wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I, I, I like him, and he he is just a treat for me every time I get to watch him act. Um, I I don't know. I like the movie. I didn't want to like it. I like the movie. Uh, it was fun for me. He was he was so like such a happy boy in this movie, which was really fun. Um, I you know I'm interested in like why they went with the way in which she is like she's like grumpy guilt like i get it but she was almost over the top grumpy guilt which kind of brought the mood down a little bit for me but overall big fan for bran (laughs) keep doing things carlos come on anytime bud okay um this movie's a disaster (laughs) (laughs) it is really really bad i i and, and the thing is this is Carlos Peña Vega cannot, and I said this when we did Love at Sea, and I don't know how he cannot stay still. Like, no, he can't. He every time everything he does has like a like he's every time he's talking he's moving around. Like he can't just stay still. Right. It's the it bothers me, and I don't know why it bothers me. <laughs> um, but I, I think my problems with this movie really begin with the fact that like. Even the music seemed to really be pushing the stakes of this movie, like in a weird way. There are some intense strings. There are some intense, and and it's like you have to plan a party for 125 people in six days. That's like a four out of ten in Hallmark worlds. Yeah, that 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 degree of difficulty is so little. That's average, right? Like that is not a like for Hallmark. That is not something that anyone would be like. Oh no, this is a lot even for Hallmark. This is. I mean, that's run-of-the-mill yep. for Hallmark. It's not a lot of people. Um, they do have... We had more people at our live show. Yeah, that's right. There were more <laughs> people at our live show. There was 200 at our live show. Uh, they, look, there is a, a, a refrigerator cam, which I thought was... I loved it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Very fun. A Hallmark movie. Um, and, but we also get this line. Um, I mean, not that we need a man to help us do anything. <laughs> um, and I, I felt like, boy, they really were swinging for the fences there. <laughs> but just to clear it up... We need help, but we don't need a man to help us no. do anything. Um, in case you do, think, we need help. Yes. Is it probably going to be a man? Yes. yes. But, but just to be clear, 
We don't, we don't need, need no man. Yeah. And I think you need to know that up front about Mia and this other Hallmark, strong, powerful I appreciate female. Your, your progressiveness this season. That would have been but like just a, like, at some point, that you, was just, forced. you just let it happen. In like 1994, that would have been like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, Hallmark. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This movie was really, really bad. Uh, I was not a fan at all. Uh, it's time for all the feels. Uh, Panda, do you got any feels? Yeah, uh, it, it to me... It shouldn't have worked, but it did at the very end, the final scene where they kiss and the fireworks go off. That's a great scene. All Lang Syne as well, play, like singing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a fun scene for me. It works. The location's great. The final scene, and maybe I was just emotional because this is the last Hallmark movie we're doing for the Christmas season, and it was a great kind of cap off. They're singing Old Lang Syne, like you said. That, that just... It, it did it. It got me right in the feels. I was so happy when that the, the credits rolled in this movie. Like, I can't tell you how happy <laughs> it was. And it wasn't like a feels moment like the movie. It was like, I did it. Fought the good fight. <laughs> uh, Justin, you got any feels? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was I was taken back because, like I said, early on, I was like, I don't know if this one's for me. But the um, the little dance that they had um, when they were choosing mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a musician, yes. um, not only was that the first time I was like, oh, there might actually be a little bit of chemistry here. But then I had a couple glasses of wine and, like, <laughs> tweeted at Hallmark several times on accident. <laughs> <laughs> because... I want to know who that singer is. Yeah, yes. yes. I love that. That was great. I don't know I, if she's great for like a party for dancing, but she's a great singer. I actually Googled the song yeah, you lyrics. You can't find it. I, I could not you find can't. the song. You can't. And it was a, like legitimately a catchy song. I'm so glad you pointed that out. Was I'm, your tweet I'm decipherable? Pumped. Like, are we going to get an answer? I deleted most of them. <laughs> okay. Um, That's fair. But I left, I left one in play. The only other moment <laughs> that really got me, and I don't like to admit any kind of like strange, like, crushes on on Hallmark <laughs> actors. But like, have you guys seen the Trivago commercial? Yes. Yes. Sure. Like the Trivago guy? Like <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> I, I thought gosh. that was the dad and then I looked it up and like this is gonna sound like an insult. He's like a dollar store Trivago <laughs> guy, which would be an insult if I didn't love a dollar store. <laughs> I, look, um, we saw Dollar Store Trivago Guy live. Yeah. <laughs> they were amazing. Oh, yeah. Such a great band. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> okay. This might be one of the only movies where I didn't really have any feels. Uh-oh. What? And I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, Whoa. I, I will say that I did... The only type of kind of feel that I had, yes, the the kiss at the end with the fireworks, I love that. Um, them sitting around the fire, I thought sure. was um, enjoyable uh, and authentic, and it felt like it was something that actually could have happened and didn't feel forced. Um, but there wasn't a ton of feels for me, and that's not a bad thing. I don't always need the Christmas feels or the feels, um, but I was a little bit bummed that in the last movie I didn't get more feels than I did. Other than the fact that I love Carlos. Well, Carlos Pena come on anytime, bud. He's yeah. so casual. I think that's one of the reasons why I, I think I do like this movie as much as I do is because he just has a natural way of making everything feel conversational. And he's acting, but at the same time, he's just he draws you in. He's, he's very good at what you he You know does. what I could do is we could look at the credits 
And we they put all the songs on the credits. They shrunk no, it down really small no at the very end, and I, I was could, trying to see. We could get the screener. Yeah, I don't think so. We I just looked at the credits, and it says that his dad is played by Tr- Dollar Store Travago guy. Oh, wow. That's what it says. <laughs> Dollar yes. Store in the credits. It's unbelievable. Um, my all the feels, which I kind of have a contribution. The dancing scene also worked for me, um, I, I, like it did to a certain extent. I think at some point. It became like okay, they're still dancing. Like I think it started off, and I and it was like this. This works for me, and then it turned into a like this person's just singing. Don't we have things to do? Don't you need to listen to the music? And it, it so it started off the idea of him like just taking her out and, and dancing with her like that. That did work for me. So fair I enough. I love it. Very yeah. good for you. I try my um, best. It's time for the wait what? But before we get to our wait, what is the last time for us to talk about communities and schools? They've been such a good partner. It's been such a good fit for us as guys who have all been educators and who all care about uh, kids and students um, to to partner with an organization that walks with students to make sure that they finish and they finish well. Uh, it's a true privilege. So, Dan, tell people about how they can contribute one last time. Uh, this is our last episode of the season, which is, um, I mean, bittersweet for some. It's pretty sweet for me. Um, <laughs> Communities and Schools has been unreal as a partner. They are a nonprofit risk uh, prevention uh Center. That's what they are. And they operate all across the United States. And basically, their entire focus is this. We want to make sure every kid has the same opportunity to graduate high school. And to do that, they know that 20% of kids in our country are at risk to not graduate high school. And so they go into these communities, they partner with the schools there, and they give resources that allow kids the opportunity to graduate high school, whether it's mental health counseling, whether it's issues with their family life, whether it's a place to sleep, a ride to school, whatever it may be that keeps these kids from graduating. Communities and schools works with them. And if kids work with communities and schools, they are over a 90% chance that they graduate from high school. And so when you're thinking to yourself, what do we do about kids that are at risk to not graduate high school and have a future and have a career? Uh, the answer to what we're doing is communities and schools. And so all you have to do to help us help them is go to deckthehomework.com slash joy, deckthehomework.com slash joy, and you can give, and I would urge you to give generously to communities in schools. And thank you in advance. I'm back. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Cheese about, sticks in hand. Got my cheese sticks, and I'm good to go. Yeah, you are. Uh, it is time for the wait what part wait, of the show. What? We're talking about what in this movie made us go, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to start with you, Panda. Panda, what's going on? Hey, man. Not a lot. So here's the deal. <laughs> just wanted to tell you. <laughs> just you. record a podcast. Cool. Uh, here's the deal. There's this scene where David goes to the grocery store after uh, Mia's brother falls off the ladder, and he comes back in, and he says this line, and I was offended. Like, deeply offended by this. He says, they were out of tortilla chips at the store, which, first of all, what? Wait a minute. What store are you going to where they run out of tortilla chips? Mm-hmm. Uh, then he says, but I replaced them with these potato chips. Pause. No. You can't do that. No, no, no. You can't. Potato chips are not as versatile as a tortilla chip. But if you're just going to eat a chip plain, you want a potato chip. But if you've got dip or something? Yeah. Like, I'm assuming they want dip. Now, those chips are fried, Brian. Just so we're clear. You won't what? point that no, out. No, no. Tortilla chips are fried. I get, pass. I get a pass. I get a pass. That was one of my first uh, wait what? So The second one is. <laughs> it was one of your first well, ones. Well, one okay, of my first talk, ones. Buddy. The second one is Kate is called on her website a fashion starter. What? If you pull up Kate's yeah. website, it says fashion starter. <laughs> mm. I don't know what that is. I Googled mm. it. There's Gosh, nothing on I it. I wish I could do I wish <laughs> I, I wish I had the gumption to be yeah. that. Mm. <laughs> what is a fashion? I just want to know. What is a fashion starter? She starts the trend. Justin, she starts you live fashions. in New York. Yeah. Like, what, hey, how many fashion starters have you met, Justin? 
I am a fashion starter. Yeah, you are. Of course. Well, I see it corrected. Um, Apparently, Justin knows. We really like to keep the details in the family, so keep keep moving. <laughs> of course, don't even really understand. Oh, nope. uh, Justin, while you're here and you're talking about your fashion trends, uh, share with us your weight what's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I feel like this one in particular hit close to home because you guys are all originally from the South as well. We are. Have you, we get it. Have you heard the term um, chiggers? Oh, yeah, we have. Of course. For sure. So Carlos Penavega rolls over, brings back some Queen Anne's lace and throws it in a vase. And I'm like, you're going to give everyone at this party chiggers. Yes, you are. I did not Um, think of that until just now, but he is. That's what he's going to do. Queen Anne's lace. So. I got so nervous, and that's a personal thing. Um, But for anybody that doesn't know, chiggers are like little bugs that are typically in Queen Anne's lace, and they get under your skin, and they burrow. Oh, I'm just getting uncomfortable as you describe it. it. It's the worst. I hate the word burrow. They're sores. Happy holidays. Um, (laughs) The other thing that really got on my nerves, I had a friend that went into the Peace Corps, um, and she ended up um, serving in China. The amount of... Of loopholes and hurdles that you have to go through to even step foot in China for an extended period of time is absurd. Uh-huh. So this whole notion of like, oh yeah, come to China with me, like you're going to like Barbados. <laughs> just come on board, man. It's just China. Like, get out of here. We're going to spend like a few weeks in China. I'm sure their government will be super chill about it. Follow your dreams. And then like the star shoots across the screen, like the more you know. Get out of here. <laughs> The Chinese government, follow your dreams. The Chinese government's going to be like, uh, get out of here. And they're going to be like, but my dreams. And they're like, oh, it's for a dream? Oh, well, in that case, they're like, you you can't. You can't just come into the country. Oh, wait, Adelaide Kane, come on in. We got you covered. Um, so, so my first one is that everybody seems to have good phone service except for Jake. And I would just advise Jake, maybe get a new phone service. Yep. Like, yeah. you don't even have service in your own house usually. Like, it's just, he's, I think he had a, a like, he had a, a, a home phone. To, they take the call from uh, Mia. So it's just like, get a new phone service. I think that would really they be They complain about the cell service several times in the movie. Aren't they in, like, Seattle or something? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah it's so. not great. Yeah. That doesn't hold um, up. And then, <laughs> you know, the firework guy. Let's talk. I mean, so, <laughs> let's talk permits. <laughs> the firework guy made the claim that he's never had prom- problems with permits before. But he didn't know that you need <clears throat> to get a permit with the city. So it... I'm confused. <laughs> Do most cities not have that law to where you need to go to the city as well? I, He's never had the problem before. We, we live in South Carolina where any red-blooded American <laughs> yep. can go to any store the and way buy, it should be, man. buy as many fireworks as they want to buy That's and the shoot, them whenever, whenever, shoot them whenever, wherever. Yeah, and my dogs and my kids yes. pitch a fit every 4th of July and New Year's because it's South Carolina and we shoot fireworks wherever we want to shoot and them. And it's America. Awesome. <laughs> um, so the idea of having a permit, you don't even need a driver's permit to buy fireworks in South Carolina. I was like, what kind of communism are they pushing That's over right, there? Yeah, socialists <laughs> and their fireworks. And you're gonna have two permits. <laughs> Seattle may as well be China. <laughs> no, I had all kinds of issues with that. Um, now I've never planned a party before, and no. I want to be upfront about that so we're all on the same page. Um, but I do know a few things about planning parties, 
And if you're the person planning the party, there are a lot of things you can do without bearing any weight on your feet. A lot. You can make phone yeah. calls. Uh, you, you can schedule. You can you can do a ton of stuff. You'd be surprised what Google Calendar can do for you if you're a, if you're a party planner. Right. But Mia's brother breaks his foot, and he's like, "Guys, aside from making a couple calls, I just can't help at all." And I understand <laughs> most of the things they right. did, aside from bickering in the van, which was forty minutes of the movie. Like most of the things that they did. He could have helped with or helped make more efficient, and instead he did nothing. Right. He sat around and was it's, like, I wish I was more used, but... Not the munch and homeboy got on the phone and he's like, okay, it's time for my afternoon nap. Like a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's to take You got to get three naps a day or else it's not going to heal. Take four Oxycontin <laughs> every four hours. Like, what are you doing, man? When you're working with fashion starter money, like they seem to be working with... Most most of the things that they hired out for, somebody else is doing it. Correct. Like, I actually thought the part where they were blowing up balloons, I was like, are you, are you bored? Because they're yeah. typically people, again, when you have fashion starter money. That's right. <laughs> Who will do that for you? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm right make, there with you. It didn't make any sense. Do um, you guys remember Balloon Boy, the kid that was in the balloon and he fell out, but he wasn't actually in the balloon? Remember that? I remember yeah, that whole I thing. Remember that. I do. Classic. That's a great talk. Uh, I've got a bunch more. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure I understand this. This is a pure weight what? Like, I don't have any, like... So at this very fancy 125-person party, and a little bit more than that, we find out, they're going to serve a charcuterie board, meat plate, (laughs) Uh cheese plate. They're going to have a raw bar. They're going to have gluten-free and vegan options. They're going to have chocolate lava cakes with vanilla bean ice cream. And then either one of these two things is true. Either after midnight, they're going to switch to Chinese food for an hour. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's right. It's option one. Or throughout the evening, about seventy people are going to have one serving of Chinese food with all that. It, my understanding was at midnight they switch over to okay. Chinese so you're going to be eating raw bar, charcuterie board, gluten free chocolate lava cake, and you're going to be drinking champagne. And at midnight you'll be like, "Where's the sesame chicken? Yeah, where are the noodles? <laughs> where, where's the dim sum? Like, where, and where, I would just like to point dumplings out, where's my egg roll? <laughs> the thing that they were they were te- like uh, sampling at the Chinese restaurant were dumplings, which is just a disaster for a party. Yeah, you got people. You got to pick them up. You got to poke the soup. You got to do the whole thing. There's never a bad time it, for dumplings. I, I do. No, I, I agree with you. A soup yeah. dumpling uh, in Chinatown is just a delight. Mm. Uh, but it just seems like a mistake in in that regard. Yeah, they I, they keep. I have another one. They say that they have six days to plan the party for no less than three days. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how clearer I can make that. Like it starts like a Christmas just happened, Christmas party, and then the next day it's like we got six days, and then they have the Christmas night thing, and they fall off the ladder, and then the next morning they go and meet the girl. They're like, we got six days, and then the next time we see them, they got six days, and then we see a calendar, and there's only three days left. Yeah, and I don't understand like what like it would have been a. Really easy fix. You just go, mm-hmm. we got five days or we got four days or put a little counter up there. I, I don't understand. And speaking of that board, like, are they planning a party or solving a murder? Like, <laughs> there were pictures up on that board, and it's just like, this is a to-do list. Like, get the caterer, get the DJ, get the live band. No, it's like, we're going to enter here, and we're going to yep. go through here. And this is where it, it was very off-putting for the simple fact that none of the rest of the movie was playing nearly as well as that board was. <laughs> Tom Cruise said that, and he's like, I got some ideas for the next Mission Impossible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bring it up here. Let's go. 
um, that's uh, that, that'll be good for now. I think I got them covered. Guys, it's time for the last segment of the last the show wow. of the season. This is it. This is it. Big time. That one shining moment. What the hallmark? No. No? No. It's a no. Okay. Well, now we know. I waited till the last episode of the season to try it, and now we know it doesn't work. you realize it wasn't What the hallmark? I'll go first. I want to know about Kate's assistant. That dude is, <laughs> yeah. yes. that dude is awesome. Yeah. He I'd was, watch a movie with him. He was great. He was so fun. And uh, she she didn't deserve him. I think we can all agree with yep. that. Um, he's he's better than, than her. Uh, and so I'd like to know more about him, how he got that job, how he got so awesome. And that's all that I got. Panda? Uh, I want to know about the future of the party planning uh, company. Yeah, the because family business. Nothing it's is just Jake at this point. Yeah. Literally, nothing is resolved because at the beginning of the movie, the parents are getting ready to retire, and then at the very end of the movie, Jake has done nothing because he <laughs> broke his foot. Uh, the main people who did anything, David and Mia, are actually going to do leaving or leaving, and the parents have come back, and Jake has not shown that he can actually do anything by himself, and so literally they're they're back to square one because the parents are going to probably have to come back and help run the company so i just want to know what's the future here justin guys i have several things I've this is going to be an hour long episode yeah, six. that's why i'm hoping okay. he takes i've got six justin so i'm hoping first, he takes some of them <laughs> first and foremost what was ever in the van like i just want to know like, <laughs> we don't know it was empty because because even at the end when um Lady with the with the bangs, which I have another question about here in a second. <laughs> when she was bringing the Chinese food and they open it up, like I'm super jazzed that my parents are here, but like I need this Chinese food <laughs> instead of like, the food you desperately the, need. We brought your family. <laughs> did the Chinese food ever make it? I want um, a live feed in like next year's time when the mayor's getting reelected and somebody goes. Remember that time that you granted a pyrotechnic permit? <laughs> like it's going to come back. I actually also want to know, um, I want to be there a year from now when they're having a 2019 election. Um, I think that's yes. going to be fun as well. Uh, like, I, where's that math? <laughs> yep. um, and the last thing, which I kind of felt like I was being a little judgmental on um, until it was course corrected, is Jake's wife... Um, the the um, pregnant lady, she had some very um, suspect bangs. Yes, like they were like my mom had great bangs growing <laughs> up. I'm a, I'm a child of the '90s, and she would just white rain her bangs to death. Yeah, and they looked great. Same, um, but it's same. it's not. It's not the same style. I'm actually surprised that Kate didn't chime in and say something. Um, but at the end, I saw that it was course corrected. So I don't. I don't know how relevant this is, but I want to know Jake's wife's hair timeline okay, <laughs> and what she has coming for the future. Again, I shouldn't have thought as much on it as That's, I did, but I saw the improvement and I'm excited about 
her future. That's what the, that's what this segment's all about. It really is. Um, Perfect. I still have a bunch. Uh, did anybody get any video of the party? Oh, I know it was a big problem because they whole, had a whole deal. About I saw it. one camera up in the balcony when they're when they're kissing at midnight. But just that was curious it. if anybody got any video. Uh, I don't know. Uh, second of all, this caterer should be fired. Um, <laughs> four of her employees show up and she doesn't have enough food. Those are the two things you have to do as a caterer. Why did she ever get any business at all? Um, I want to know how the fa- the Peters it was the Petersons that was the name of the family who runs the business is that it yes. of course how did the Peterson family get the motto do your homework <laughs> because the, that she goes my family's motto is do your homework that is the worst they had to wait in line for that what, one <laughs> was every other family motto taken like not like always do your homework it's just an imperative like do your, do homework. your homework um. I, I want to know more about the band Partiovascular and how they're <laughs> and, and how somehow a week before New Year's Eve they're not taken. Uh, just a, <laughs> you're telling me Partiovascular is available and we're not taking them? That's a that's like a given. I book them right now. I book them right Partiovascular, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and then uh, lastly, uh, but certainly not leastly, no. um, I want to read the book titled. Uh, top documentary <laughs> filmmakers of the 21st century. <laughs> so, ba- so basically, we have a, a, a solid 100 years of documentary documentarians, great filmmakers of the 1900s that a current aspiring documentary film filmmaker would love to read about. But instead, it's like, here's 18 years of your contemporaries. I just want to know who is like, who's in the book. I want to read it. I want that book so bad. That's and not to say that there hasn't been good documentaries over the past... But you would think years, that you would wait until like of right. the century, like it just we're not even a, a fifth of the way there. Yeah, if you're a doctor, Dan, <laughs> go ahead. Dan, I have read it, and <laughs> the number one documentarian will surprise you. It's Carlos Pena. Is it unbelievable? <laughs> David was number one. Get out because of town. Of his cutting edge work on elephants, yeah. right? Yeah, God, how he can get anybody into China. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Carlos Pena Vega, join us anytime. Please do. We love you. I genuinely, you're the man. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. Justin, thank you so much, bud. Guys, thank you so much for having me. This has been, um, I always loved Hallmark movies, but this has made um, the watching season 10 times wow. better. Wow, man. Thank you so much. Just keep giving us things we need to put on our website. <laughs> and to those of you out there that have listened to every episode, thank you. You've, you've done it with us. You've done All it with 38. Us. This was the last one. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of our family. And from our family to yours, Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.